0: Welcome to the Of Course You Did podcast, the podcast for coaches who are scaling their coaching business. I'm your host, Brooke Alexander. Each episode is strategically crafted to help you help more people get better results in less time. If you're ready to truly dive deep into masterfully helping your clients achieve results no one else can, the Creative Coach Method certification is for you. Head to creativemindacademy.com slash certification to learn more. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Of Course You Did podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Alexander from creativemindacademy.com. I am excited as usual to be bringing you this podcast and we are talking about an essential coaching skill. We're going to be talking today about questions as a coach, questioning your clients, Asking powerful questions and powerful questioning. Really what it comes down to is powerful questioning. So let's talk about what powerful questioning actually means. It is the ability for you to ask your client questions that reveal the information that's needed for your client to get a maximum benefit from the coaching relationship. And powerful questions are about so much more than just getting data from your client, than just getting information from them so that you understand what's going on for them better. It's about so much more than that. The purpose of a powerful question is to create an aha moment for your client. Asking powerful questions can create the space for the client to pause and reflect on what's actually being addressed. It's a moment that you give to your client to help them gain more awareness about what is going on for them, about what is occurring for them. Because when your clients can gain more awareness about what is occurring for them in their map of the world, they have more options. And when they have more options, they have more choices. Asking questions to your client also reinforces to them that the client is the expert, not the coach, and that the client has the answers, not the coach. It really does create a coaching partnership. There's equality between the coach and the client. When the coach is providing the answers, they become the expert and they take that power away from the client. They can often be seen as the superior and you're losing the partnership. If you're constantly giving your client answers and advice, you're not setting them up for success when they leave the coaching relationship. So asking powerful questions or a powerful questioning is really what I like to call it allows your client to see that they have the resources, that they are capable of creating change, and it reinforces that power within them. It helps them tap into their own ability to look for the answers inside themselves instead of outsourcing their answers to the world around them, social media, their coach, their family, their partner, their boss, their circumstances. And as I've said, this is really about powerful questioning more than it is powerful questions. And what this means is that rather than trying to come up with really fiery questions one after the other, You actually need to, as the coach, you actually need to first actively listen to what your client is saying and then ask curiosity-driven questions. So all of the questions that you're asking are in response to what your client is saying. So you must be actively listening first to even ask your client a powerful question. Powerful questioning isn't a set of questions that you can ask, a list of questions that you can ask that may or may not help your client reach their goal. It's about asking your client questions that helps them understand their world helping them gain awareness into their world. Because often what you'll find is your client might say something, but what they're saying is only a minute amount of what they actually mean. It's a a small snippet of what's actually occurring for them unconsciously in their subconscious mind they're only consciously aware of a small part of what's going on for them at that deeper level. And they convey that small part of what's going on for them through the words that they use, the way that they speak. So then as the coach, it's our job to reflect back to them and ask them questions that can help them go deeper, that can help them gain awareness about what is going on at that deeper level unconscious level so that it comes up to the surface. Then they have more awareness. They have more options and more choices. They can choose to continue on the path that they're on. They can choose to think new thoughts. They can choose to be different, do different, whatever. But our job is to help them become aware first. And we do that By powerful questioning, by listening to our client and creating questions, crafting questions in response to what the client has shared. Powerful questioning is about giving your client an experience that helps them expand their current conscious cognitive processes. You're asking open-ended questions that are informed by the listening that you're doing with your client. And powerful questioning and active listening are modules that we go deep into inside the created coach method, because in my opinion, these are the two skills that are the most important when it comes to being a coach. If I could narrow down all of the coaching skills that I teach and that I think are important to the most important ones. It would be listening to your client, like learning how to truly listen to them without all the other crap that's going on in your head. The judging, the worrying about yourself, the thinking about the dinner, the worrying if you've said the right thing, the, oh no, what am I going to say next? It's listening without any of that. It's listening and being fully present for your client and asking open-ended questions that are informed by that listening. Because when you can ask your client a question that they haven't asked themselves before, you open up awareness. That's an insight that they haven't had before. Or you allow them to go deeper in and do some processing inside and think, oh, I've never thought of it this way. Oh, I didn't realize that was actually what I was saying. No, I don't want that. Or actually, yes, I do want that. Whatever the awareness might be, but listening and questioning are the most important coaching tools. And I teach this inside the Created Coach Method and we go deep into this for that exact reason. Powerful questions come from the client's previous comments, which is why it's really important for the coach to be fully present with the client. If your question is well thought out, then you're spending too much time in your head. You're spending too much time in level one listening. When your client is discovering their own answers based on the questions that you've asked them, based on your listening, it empowers the client. It's a moment of empowerment for them. It's going to motivate them. They're creating their own options through their own self-discovery. Through your listening, through your active listening to the client, the question will usually present itself. It does take practice to listen to your client and to be able to pick up on the questions that present themselves in a curious way. A lot of the time I find myself saying, what does that mean? And those are the times when I know that I am going to ask the client what that means, not for my own information, but to find out what it means to the client. For example, I was having a conversation with a friend the other day, and she was talking about how she's worried that she's not going to be productive. She's going on a trip and she's worried that she's not going to be productive in her business. And I thought to myself, well, what does productive mean? And then I asked her, what does productive mean to you? What's that going to look like for you? And then after she was like, oh, well, I guess it actually just means that I need to do X, Y, and Z. And that's actually already planned out. I already have a plan for all of that. So it's going to be pretty easy to stay productive, but it was a worry for her. So the questions will present themselves. And if they're not presenting themselves, you need to check yourself to make sure that you're actually being with the client, that you're being fully present with them. Now, although I have said there are no templates of questions, I wanna share a few questions that I ask very regularly. They're basic ones that are simple. They're so simple, but most clients won't be asking themselves these questions and they're going to help your client reflect. So the first one that I like to ask is what else? If I'm asking my client about what they want to achieve in their business, what their goal is, what's going on for them, what do they want to improve, what's working, what's not working, what, etc., etc. I'll have my client answer the question, hey, Jessica, what's not working in your business right now? And then she will answer some, say some things, and then I'll say, okay, and what else? And then maybe she'll say something else, and I'll be silent and then maybe she'll be silent and I'll say, what else? What else? This helps the client go deeper and think more than surface level, especially if you leave some silence in there and some pauses, some moments for the client to kind of get a little uncomfortable and Usually what happens when you are silent with your client is they will feel uncomfortable and like they need to fill the space. So they will go a little deeper and they will say a little more. This is really great to ask when you're asking your client, like, what do you want to achieve? What's your goal? What's your vision? Because a lot of the time people will just say that surface level stuff. And then if you can sit there and sometimes let some silence be there, And sometimes you won't even need to ask what else your client will just start talking more. But if your client stops talking, you can say, Hmm, what else? What else? What else? What else? Until the client says, I don't think there is anything else. Another question that I love to ask, this is, this is something that is so natural to me now. I use it in my everyday life unconsciously with people. How specifically? The importance here is on how because most people will just give you the what, what they're gonna do, but not the how. I use this one a lot with my clients. Let's say they have decided that showing up more on social media is a thing that they wanna do and that's the thing that they believe is The next step for them to help them grow their business. And they say, showing up on social media. I say, how specifically are you going to show up on social media? Because if they just say, show up more on social media, that's what, but how specifically are you going to do that? How specifically are you going to show up more on social media? I'm going to make posts. Okay, how specifically are you going to make posts? We gotta get down to the nitty gritty because if if you just leave someone at, I'm gonna show up more on social media or I'm gonna go to the gym more or I'm gonna apply for more jobs or I'm gonna go on more dates or whatever it is for your client, if they're just giving you the what and you're leaving it at that, you're leaving money on the table for them. You're leaving results on the table for them, I should say. because That is so vague, it's not specific, it's not measurable. You don't know when they're gonna get there. You won't be able to tick it off the box. We want steps. I wanna know how specifically you're going to do it. So it starts getting them, their wheels turning on exactly what they need to do. And they can even start imagining themselves doing the thing, feeling themselves doing the thing, planning it out so they're so much more likely to do it. Another question that I like to ask is, what would it be like if you did or didn't, depending on the situation? What would it be like if you did? What would it be like if you didn't? Let's go back to the social media example for a moment. If my client says, I want to show up more on social media. Okay. What would it be like if you did? To have the client actually get some intention behind what they want to do. Why do you even want to do this thing? Or you can even use it for a client who says, I really want to go to the gym five times a week, but I don't think I can. And then you ask them, what would it be like if you did? And not just in terms of what would the result be if you did, because they might come back and say, then I would be healthy and I would fit, be fit. But I want the answer of what would it be like for you each day if you did? Tell me what you would be doing if you were going to the gym five days a week. What would your life be like? How would it be different? Paint the picture for me of what it's like for you deciding to go to the gym every day and following through going to the gym every day. What would it be like if you did? And you can also for that one, you can ask them, what would it be like if you didn't? to help them see each side and the final question that I want to share with you is a simple one but one that most people don't ask themselves and that is what do you want most people will be able to tell you what they don't want so a lot of the time your clients may respond by saying well I want I want my job to be easier because it's not easy right now and I want my boss to stop being mean to me. And I want my husband to do the dishes more. And I want to stop spending so much money on clothes. And I see there are so many negations in there. And now what's happening when your client is telling you what they don't want is they're creating internal representations in their mind, pictures, sounds, and feelings of the things that they don't want to happen. Actually happening. And what we focus on is what we get. So if your client is focused on what they don't want, then that is what they will get. They will get more of what they don't want. So I like to ask my client, what do you want? What do you want? And if my client says, I don't want to keep spending money on clothes, I'll say, when you're not spending money on clothes, what are you doing instead? and you can find out what they're doing with their money instead. So we wanna focus on what the client actually wants so that we're creating those internal representations, those pictures, sounds, feelings, tastes, and smells inside of them of what they do want so they're focused on what they do want so they get more of that. So that's it for this episode. Listening and powerful questioning are the two most important coaching skills. If you can master these two skills, you are a master coach. And that is exactly why I teach them inside the creator coach method. Huge important skills. Honestly, these two skills, mastering these two skills, well, I'm like constantly learning and growing. So I won't say that I'm done learning these skills, but the goal of mastering these skills has changed the way that I coached the results that I can help my client get drastically. These are the two skills that have made me be a better coach, hands down. Learning these two things and having the goal of becoming a master at them has changed everything for my clients and myself. So if you want to learn them, plus so many other coaching skills, I am so obsessed with the creative coach method and the content that's going in there. I am I literally am constantly working on content for the certification. Every single week I'm creating new courses to go inside the certification because that's the level that we're at in there. It's the golden standard for coaching, for how coaching trainings should be. It's not just in there teaching you how to live your dream life and how to live on a beach and sip margaritas all the time. We are coaches who are in it to get results for our clients because that's what we love to do. So I would love to invite you to join the Created Coach Method. I will leave a link in the show notes so you can take a look learn what we're about. You can send me a DM if you would like on Instagram at brookalexander.co. You can reach out to me through their website. There's a chat button in there, whatever you need to do to get your questions answered to find out if it's the right step for you. If you decide that you think it is, you can apply through the website and we would love to have you. So that's it for this episode. I hope this one was helpful and I will catch you in the next one.